Hey boo, hey, happy Tuesday, whatever day you're listening to this on. So per usual, your girl is whispering. It is 5.45 in the morning. Um, E and King have been waking up like every 30 minutes and I am officially over it. Well, I'm over trying to sleep. I don't mind them like waking up, but child, it's like a hot mess trying to sleep in between the 30 minute wake ups so we're not doing that anymore i'm up and i'm like you know what let me record some podcast episodes but in true empire fashion he is asleep right next to me but it's okay we're gonna chatty chat chat so today's episode i really wanted to talk about a conversation that i actually had on a good friend of mine um her secret podcast so she did a secret podcast where she had me come on and we talked about the importance of like a long-term goal on your overall strategy and I wanted to bring that conversation over here because I feel like it's something that I like a conversation that I want to have more with this community so um like I said we talked about like your long-term goal and your overall strategy and so the first thing that I want to kind of say and I, I believe I've said this before but who knows like I really do be forgetting half the stuff I say but <laughs> um, I want you to really think about what do you want your company to look like in the next month in the next 90 days in the next six months and the next year right nine times out of ten you already know like what your company is going to look like in the next month or six months or year, right? We don't have a problem with, you know, at the beginning of the year or, you know, at the end of the year, we plan out our goals for the next year. Um, one year goals, six month goals, monthly goals, those are easy goals to sit down and think about. Um, and I'm, I'm not really sure why. I think it's just like society just, you know, we just set things by the year, right? Um, and that's cool. But something that a lot of us don't think about, and I'm gonna be honest, it's something that I didn't think about until 2020. Um, but a lot of us don't think about three-year goals, five-year goals, 10-year goals. Um, it seems so far away, right? It seems like we have so much time, you know, or that it's not something that we should be focusing on because it's so far into the future. But I would actually challenge that, you know, now on the other other side of things and after having some time, you know, in building my business, I realized just how important it is to project out that far what we want our companies to look like and so something that I want you to think about is once you have identified okay this is where I want to be in three years this is where I want to be in five years or ten years I want you to think about will the strategies and systems that you currently have in place allow you to be consistent and make money long term or are the decisions and the things that you're doing today are they setting you up to really be able to have the success and the results and reach the goals that you've set for three years, for five years, and for 10 years. And I find that this is something that a lot of us business owners, we don't focus on, especially when we first get started in business. We're so focused on, you know, signing the next client, you know, hitting our monthly goals, hitting our yearly goals, but we really forget about what does this business look like in three years or 10 years. And I'm going to be honest, I know for me, It's something that I really didn't think about. But the truth of the matter is, is that, you know, 10 years from now, maybe I want to run this business or maybe I want to be somewhere sipping drinks on the beach. I don't know. I don't even drink because I don't know why I picked that. But you get what I'm saying. Like in 10 years, what do you want 
to where do you want to be in life? And does it look like working your business? Does it look like still being the CEO of your company? Do you want to sell your company? These are things and these are conversations that need to be had that I feel like a lot of times as business owners, we don't have them because we're so focused on short-term goals. But this is like, it's so important to have a long-term goal because when you're thinking about your strategy, when you're thinking about the things that you do to market your business, how you sell, the systems you put in place, the people that you hire, you need to be thinking about what does this, like, what does every decision I make, what impact does it have on my three-year goals or my 10-year goals or the, the ultimate goal of the company, right? For some of us, the ultimate goal of our company is to sell it. And that's okay, right? That's a beautiful thing to know that you're building something that can be sold and live on with someone else, right? Or that can be grown with some, someone else or whatever, um, maybe your goal is to retire with your company, right? You want to, you know, build up an agency and retire. But even then, it's like, I, I guess something that I never thought about, and this is like a kind of a side note, but like with my social media management agency, if I would have had, if I would have planned out like, okay, this is where I want the company to go in three years, five years, 10 years, I don't think I would have closed the doors because that company is something that could have been sold. I had an amazing client roster. I had a really great team. You know, once we really got things under control and going, I had a great team that's something that I could have built up to a point and sold, but I didn't do that. Why? Because I wasn't thinking about a long-term goal. And that's a mistake that, well, not a mistake, but that's a lesson learned, right? It's a lesson learned to realize that, wow, sometimes we give up on things when we shouldn't, you know? And sometimes it's not even that, you know, we're giving up on something, but it's like just not having the vision to see what the potential is for the things that we have. And so, I'm saying all this to say, like, it's really important for us to start thinking about the longevity, right? That that future goal for our life and for our business. And what does, like, what does our decisions today, what type of impact does that have on the future of, you know, our companies and our futures in general? And so, like I said, it's easier when we're just getting started, you know, to just focus on the day-to-day things and the focus on the month-to-month or the year-to-year things but it's a little bit harder to like think forward right like when I started my business I there was no way at the time for me to really know that oh I need to be thinking 10 years from now right like it's just unless somebody says it to you you don't really think about it but there's so much value in thinking that far ahead and you can start today you're not too late you're not behind you can start today when I learned about this and when I really started being more intentional about this and it really happened because after having King you know I just had like a lot of awakenings and I realized like wow what do I want my future to look like and I realized it wasn't the future that I've seen modeled, right? Where you work until you're 65 or whatever, and then you retire, like that's not a life for me. And so because of that, I had to really start to think like, wow, I'm the CEO. There is no boss. There is no, there's nobody else but me. So I need to think about, well, what does this business look like years from now? And that's when I really started thinking about longevity, the long-term goal and my current strategies. And were those things actually working and moving me towards that greater goal? And so 
you know, it can be really easy when you're getting started. And this is something that I think about a lot, especially with a lot of the, a lot of the decisions that I make in my business. It's like it's easy in the beginning when you're getting started um, to stay the course, right, to be consistent, to do all the things, especially when you're starting and you don't have a ton of responsibilities. You know, maybe you have a job, maybe you have like one kid, but like life is not super chaotic. But something that I notice time and time again, and I even notice this for myself, and I have to make a conscious effort to not do this, but like sometimes we find ourselves in a season of being comfortable. And I've talked about this before about how comfort is, you know, the enemy of our business, really. But in staying in our comfort zone, but sometimes we get comfortable and we tend to lose momentum because we don't really have a strategy, right? And so I, I can say like, time and time again in in the beginning of my businesses when I was first growing them I was really just doing you know quote-unquote all the things and I I have a whole nother tangent to have about all the things because while I say all the things sometimes it's not bad to do all the things but for the sake of what we're talking about right now I was doing the most right you know if for those of you that have been following me from the beginning and I always talk about my OGs because y'all really do be having my back but you know there, there was a time, and I'm sure you can relate to this, there was a time in your business where you were doing a lot of different things and there was no real strategy, no real rhyme or reason as to why you were doing what you were doing. You were just doing whatever. And the thing is, is that we'll st- like by doing all the things, you're going to see momentum. You're going to start getting clients. You're going to start, you know, selling your offers and your services and things like that but you're going to reach a point where you just start to get comfortable right you start to get um complacent we've talked about this too right you get complacent you start to feel like oh i've earned my you know i've, I've earned the ability to relax and take my foot off the gas right and in some respects you have right but in other respects it's really a setup it's a trap and you start to lose momentum And then when you look up, you realize that there was no strategy and no system in place. And so now the three-year goal, the five-year goal, the 10-year goal, that's completely off the table because now you're having to really focus on how am I making money this month? How am I making ends meet? How am I making sure that I'm able to, you know, pay the team and things like that? And so this is why um, for me, I'm really digging deeper with my clients and with myself on what is the big picture, right? What is the long-term goal of the company? And then let's bring it back to the strategy, right? And so in all things, I'm going to go ahead and start talking strategy now. In all things, I really feel like it's important that our strategy is focused on the customer journey. Because when you focus on the customer journey, you'll always be able to consistently sign clients. You'll always be able to set, you'll always be able to take people through a process and quickly get them to a point where they're ready to invest. And when I say quickly, I don't mean, you know, overnight or anything, although it's possible. Um, But I do mean like within, you know, a month long cycle, you could move someone through the customer journey and sign a new client, right? And this could help you get to your long-term goals, right? So let's say your long-term goals is you want a million-dollar company or you want a multiple six-figure company, right? If that's the case, you have to make decisions and have systems and have a strategy in place where you're consistently signing clients so that you can reach that financial goal in five years or 10 years or whatever that looks like for you, right? And so um, 
this is why I really rely heavily on the customer journey. And this is really why I talk a lot about, you know, like the customer first approach and things like that, because it's super important that your strategy be something that you can control and move people through. And one thing that I've found is that the customer journey is something that I can, I can control that, right? I can control, I may not be able to control when someone buys, but I can control me marketing and putting out the content that's necessary to reach people where they are. And so when you start to understand your ideal client and you start to know what they need in different seasons and you start to realize like, okay, these are the types of offers strategically. These are the types of offers that they need depending on where they are. Or this is, you know, how I need to market to them and market to them consistently this is how you will find yourself able to make sales that will support your long-term objections. Oh, Lord, objective, if I can talk. But that's how you'll be able to get to that point, right? That's how you'll be able to get to the point where you have built up a brand and a community that's worth selling, right? Because you have really been strategic about taking your community along on a journey, right? And moving them towards a point where they are loyal to the brand, right? Which makes your brand a asset to someone that's looking to purchase. Um, Knowing your customer journey, knowing your ideal client and being intentional about your offers and your your marketing and your strategies, it's what's going to get you to a point where you are able to build out a multi, you know, six-figure brand or a multi-million dollar brand because your community, they trust you, right? You've built up that brand value. And so either way, however you slice it, doing this is going to help and it's going to support you in creating and achieving your long-term objectives. Um, But you have to be intentional with that. You have to think about this upfront. And I feel like this is something that's missing from a lot of business conversations. We talk a lot about you know, our yearly goals and, you know, hitting revenue goals and hitting different things. But we never talk about in the long term, what does that look like? And so I want to share a couple of things that I have done and that I have my clients doing. And I feel like you should do when you're thinking about your long term goals and you're thinking about your current strategies that you're using, whether it's for marketing or sales or lead generation or whatever. Two things. One, intimately know your ideal client. I feel like we talk about this all the time, but the truth of the matter is, is that intimately knowing and understanding your ideal client is going to be the saving grace for your business. It's going to help you when it's time to sell your company, right? Because you'll be able to sell it to a person that actually wants this community of people, right? Or that wants access to whatever you've created. Intimately knowing your ideal client is going to help you create and sell offers that are going to actually be purchased by by these people, right? You want to know what stage in life and business is your ideal client in? Um, what are mental obstacles for them? Um, you want to create a profile so that you can spot them in a crowd. Something that I say all the time is if I was in a crowded room and I closed my eyes and asked a couple of questions, my, I would know who my ideal client is in the room. And that's how you should be. You should be able to walk into a room, a busy room, a crowded room, and ask a couple of questions and you know who's your ideal client and who's not. You know, who is your person and who's not. That's how intimately you want to know them. For me, whenever I'm in the DMs, I can tell if someone's a good fit client or not. 
I can tell if someone is ready for, you know, the becoming CEO method or if they're, you know, a better fit for a course. You know, I can tell if someone's ready for a mastermind or if someone needs a completely different coach, right? If it's, if I'm not the person for them. And so first and foremost, when you're thinking about your long-term goal and you're thinking about your strategy, I want you to first start with your ideal client and intimately getting to know them. And it's going to be a ongoing process, a day-by-day process. You grow in knowing and understanding this person intimately. And then the second thing is to map out the journey, right? Map out the journey that your ideal client is going to go on with you. So what I like to say and an easy way to do this is do it for a client you know. Find, you know, one of your current clients or one of your past clients and interview them and then add to that. So, you know, you want to ask this person, how did they find you? Right. How did they find it? How did they find you? Where did they find you? You know, so maybe they found you, you know, on LinkedIn. OK, like were they searching? Like what was going on? Maybe they find you on Instagram. Right. Maybe someone posted you in their stories. Whatever it is you want to know. How did you find me? Where did you find me? Um, why did they seek you out, right? Why did they choose to work with you? You want to ask them different questions so that you can understand how they move through the customer journey to eventually make a purchase with you. Why did they decide to work with you and not someone else? You want to know those things. And the reason why this is so important is because from these two things, from your ideal client, from your customer journey, you can map out a marketing strategy or you can map out a business strategy in general that isn't just based on you know, um, content pillars and, you know, your thoughts and feelings on what you think people need. And really, you can create a strategy that's focused on moving people through the phases and the stages of working with you. It moves people through the phases of the customer journey. It moves people through an experience with you that in turn creates brand equity and brand loyalty. And that's what you want, right? When you're thinking about the long-term goal of your business, you want those people that can be brand ambassadors for you. You want those people that can, you know, that that, um, are in your community that are super loyal to the brand itself, right? Um, And I'm going to have another conversation about, you know, your brand versus your personal, like your business brand versus your personal brand. Um, But right now we're talking about your business brand, right? So you want to create people that are loyal to the business brand because that is something that can be sold. Like that's something that can be sold. It's something that can be passed down. It's something that can, you know, it's something that you can do something with. And that's what we want, right? We want to be thinking about what is that big picture? What does our business look like in three years, in five years? And how how is what we're doing today getting us closer to that goal? But you can't get to that place if you're not clear on who your ideal client is. You can't get to that place if you haven't mapped out a customer journey because Without doing those things, you're going to be constantly focused on or you're going to be constantly stuck in the rat race of, okay, how do I sign the next client? How do I get the next client? How do I get the next client? In business as CEOs, we're playing the long game and we have to now set that vision, right? We have to set that vision in place of what things look like. And so I touched on content pillars and y'all know how I am with content pillars. I've talked about this before, but I, I need to say it again. I'm not anti-content pillars. I just feel like they are not effective by themselves. And so it's important that when you are thinking about your strategy, and I want to make this note before I leave the content pillars thing, when you're creating your content pillars and your strategy, I want you to match your content pillars with the customer journey. So what kind of content pillars 
arc are you creating or what are your content pillars for the brand awareness stage? What are your content pillars for your engagement stage? What are your content pillars for the um, the consideration phase? And what are your content pillars for your purchasing phase? It's going to look different, right? I don't want you to just create the, the typical educate, you know, entertain content pillars. No. I don't want you to just do your tip Tuesdays. No, I want you to think critically about the customer journey and create content pillars based off of that and based off of the intimate knowledge of who your ideal client is. But anyway, I really just wanted to kind of share like those two points and to kind of talk through a little bit about just having a long-term goal and your strategy. Because I feel like a lot of times, and it's not that I feel, I know from just experience and from working with multiple like hundreds of clients at this point now i know that the biggest downfall for a lot of us business owners is that we're not thinking about the long-term play and the long-term play is beyond just what happens this year right and the thing is is that we have to be flexible right And it's hard to be flexible when you don't know what the goal is that you're working towards, when you don't know the final destination. And it's not to say that you have to know like what the final, final destination is, but it's important and it's good for you to at least look out three years into your business. If you can at least see three years out into your business, you're already a step ahead of many other people. I feel like a lot of people, they struggle because we set unrealistic goals, right? We set these goals and we're like, oh, I want to make $100,000. And it's like, by when? And to say that you want to make $100,000 when the most you've made in a year is, you know, $40,000, that may not be the best or most realistic goal. And it's not to say that you shouldn't set the goal, but it is to say like, hey, Let's actually be intentional about the plan, right? What is the reason for making $100,000? Is this $100,000 in profit? Is this $100,000 in cash? Are you just trying to make $100,000 in sales, right? Where are you going? What is the direction? What is the, what is the actual focus and the goal? And this is why really thinking about that long-term plan and then creating your strategy is going to be so key. And once you set the goal, now you need to look at your ideal client and the customer journey and see where do things need to shift to support you actually reaching that objective. Or, you know, is your goal to sell your company, right? This is a conversation we don't have a lot, but if your goal is to sell your company, you're going to need to make different moves and different decisions to position the company in a way that it's a valuable enough asset to be sold. That's a whole conversation in itself, right? So anyway, I can go on about this forever. This is something that I'm going to be talking about inside the mastermind because we're going to be really intentional about thinking through, you know, what are the long term goals of the company and how are you creating a strategy to meet those goals? So that's we're going to go way more in depth inside the mastermind. But I did want to bring this conversation over to the podcast. If you want to talk more about it, feel free to DM me on Instagram. I would love to chat all the things. And until next time. My voice is tired of whispering, so I'm going to (laughs) go. I will talk to you later, darling.